Hey guys, and welcome back to Chapters. It's definitely been a while since I made my last episode, but I kind of wanted to let everyone get into the flow of their school schedules before I made another episode. But we're back, so please share this podcast with friends and family. Also, if you guys were to write a review, that would be super helpful, because even for me, when I'm browsing through different podcasts, I love to look at the reviews because I want to see what other people think of it. So if you guys leave a review, then it's super helpful for the people who end up looking at my podcast and they get to see what you guys think of it. Also, lately I've been wanting to incorporate more activities and books for all ages. So as we continue with this podcast, I want to have more episodes with different books for for different age ranges. So every time I release a new episode, I'll try my best to add the age range I believe that book is fit for. But with that, let's get started with relaxing our bodies. Okay, so for our stretching, I want everyone to start by rolling their heads in whatever direction they want. Make sure you go all the way around so you end up where you started, okay? So start by pushing your head down and rolling it one way to the left or the right, back, again to the left or the right, and then back where you started. Let's do that again, but go the opposite direction this time. Start in the front, the side, back, side, down. Good job. Now I want you to bend over, keep your legs straight, and see if you can touch your toes. If you want to just hang because you can't touch your toes all the way, that's okay. Just go ahead and keep hanging and see if you can touch your toes. Make sure to not bend your knees. Good job. Keep hanging. All right. Now slowly roll up. Slowly, slowly. Good. Okay. So now our necks are relaxed. Our backs are relaxed. Let's shake out our hands. Shake, shake, shake. Let's do some shoulder rolls forward. Some shoulder rolls, good job. Doing great. Now go backwards. Shoulder rolls, good job. Okay, now go find a cozy place to sit because we're gonna start our book. the Bernstein Bears and the Golden Rule. Now, do you guys know what the Golden Rule is? The Golden Rule is do to others what you would have them do to you. This is a very important rule, okay? And we're going to be talking about that throughout the book. All right, so let's get into it. The Bernstein Bears and the Golden Rule, created by Stan and Jan Bernstein with Mike Bernstein. When Sister Bear received a beautiful golden locket for her birthday, she was surprised and pleased. It was shaped like a heart and had her name on it. Happy birthday, dear, said Mama and Papa Bear, giving her a big hug. Sister tried the locket on and looked at herself in the mirror. I love it, she said. I'm gonna wear it all the time. It opens up, said Papa. Look, he showed her the little golden clasp that you press to pop the locket open. Neat, said sister. She looked inside expecting to find a little picture or a mirror or something, 
but all that she could see inside the locket were a few simple words. Do to others what you would have them do to you. Sister was puzzled. The words seemed familiar, familiar, but she wasn't sure why. What's this? She asked. It's the golden rule, explained Mama. What's that? Sister wondered. Mama's eyes widened. The golden rule is one of the most important rules there is, she explained. That's why we have it always, that's why we always had it hanging up on the wall of our living room. She pointed to the framed sampler above their mantelpiece. Sister gazed up at it in amazement. She had seen that sampler every day of her life. No wonder the word seemed familiar. Oh, she said, a little embarrassed. I never really thought about what it said before. What does it mean? The golden rule, Papa explained, tells you to treat other people the way you want to be treated yourself. Why is it in my locket? She wondered. It's a golden rule inside of a golden locket for a golden princess, said Papa, giving her a big kiss. It's called the golden rule, explained Mama patiently, because it's precious, just like gold. Because it's not about, but it's not about the gold you wear around your neck or on your finger. She held out her wedding ring. It's about the golden treasure we keep inside of our own hearts. The heart shape of the locket is meant to remind you of that. Sister thought of, thought it over. She didn't really get it, but that was okay. She loved the new locket anyway. The next day before school, Sister showed off her new treasure to her friends, Lizzie, Millie, Anna, and Linda. They oohed and aahed over it in a very satisfying way. What's all the fuss about? Asked a voice. It was Queenie McBear and her gang. Queenie was older than Sister and a little snooty. When Queenie first came to the neighborhood, she and Sister did not get along. Queenie made fun of her and got Sister's friends to join in. That was Sister's first experience with an in-crowd, a group that makes itself feel big by making others feel small. Oh, hi Queenie, said Sister. I was just showing the kids my new locket. Over the years, Sister learned to get along with Queenie, but they never were the best of friends. Let's see, said Queenie. She looked the locket over. She was not impressed. She herself wore big hoop earrings and lots of beads and chains. Cute, was all she said as she walked away with her friends. Queenie still had her own in crowd. They were a group of the older girls who liked hanging out together and acting cool. Mostly they spent their time painting their nails and giggling about boys. That was okay with sister. She had her own group of friends to hang out with, but it never occurred to her that this might be any kind of problem until the new girl came to school. Her name was Susie McGrizzy. It seemed like a funny sort of name. For one thing, it had a lot of Z's in it. The new girl herself seemed a little funny too. Her clothes weren't exactly cool, and she wore her hair up in pigtails, which was definitely not the standard bear country school style. Besides, she had thick glasses and braces. Not the cool kind with lots of different colors like Millie wore, just plain old braces. On her first day, of course, the new girl didn't know anyone at all. At recess, Sister noticed her standing off by herself in a corner of the playground. She looked sort of sad and lonely. Sister was thinking about going over and introducing herself with, introducing herself when Lizzie and Anna came up. Hiya, sister, said Lizzie. We're getting together on a game of hopscotch. Millie and Linda are over there. Come on. 
Sister began to follow, but she paused and glanced back where the new girl was standing all by herself. The new girl looked lonelier than ever. Wait a minute, said Sister. What about that new girl? That, what's her name? The one that's over there? Maybe we should invite her to join us. She looks pretty lost and lonely. The other girls were surprised. Susie Woozy face, said Lizzie doubtfully. She has weird clothes. And those, said Anna, and those corny pigtails, said Lizzie. Not to mention those clunky glasses and braces, added Anna. Well, said Sister discouraged. I just thought, oh, don't worry about old Susie McWoozy, said Lizzie, taking Sister's arm. She'll be fine. She'll find some other club cubs to play with. Cubs, more her type. Come on. Sister allowed herself to be led away to the hopscotch game. She felt a little worried about Susie McWoozy, though she couldn't exactly say why. But she soon forgot all about it while playing hopscotch with her friends. Later, when school let out, Sister got in line for the school bus. She noticed the new girl was standing right in front of her. She was going to say hi, but then Lizzie came up behind her, and they started to talk. They went on talking as they got on the bus. Susie McGrizzy sat right behind them. Sister and Lizzie went right on talking together. Sister played with her new locket as she talked, twirling it around in the air. When the bus came to her, to her stop, Sister gathered up her things to get off, but she felt a soft tug on her arm. It was Susie McGrizzy. She was holding something out to Sister. Here, she said shyly. You dropped this. It was Sister's new locket. Gee, said Sister, thanks. It was all she could think of to say. Sister climbed off the bus and watched as it pulled away. She could see Susie looking out the back window. Sister hung her her locket back around her neck. What if Susie hadn't noticed her drop it? It might have been gone for good. Mama was waiting for Sister as she climbed the front steps. How was school today, dear? asked Mama. Oh, okay, I guess, sighed Sister, dumping her school bag on the armchair in the living room. She glanced up at the framed sampler of the golden rule over the mantel. Somehow, the golden locket hanging around her neck felt heavier than before. That evening at dinner, Sister was unusually thoughtful. She picked out her lima beans and stared off into space. A penny for your thoughts, said Papa, as he fed Honey Bear. Huh? said Sister, looking up. Oh, I was just thinking about that golden rule inside my locket, she explained. I don't really get it. What's it supposed to mean? Well, began Mama, let me give you an example. Do you remember that trouble when you had Queenie first moved to town? Sister perked up and paid attention. She remembered it all too well. Do you remember how Queenie started an ink crowd but kept you out and made fun of your clothes and hair bow? Mama asked. Do you remember how badly you felt? Boy, did she ever. Sister started to hurt just thinking about it. Her lower lip began to quiver and tear came to her eye. All the golden rule is saying, Papa continued, is that you should turn around and do the same sort of thing to someone else. That you shouldn't turn around and do the same sort of thing to someone else. He paused to scrape some mashed potatoes off Honey's chin. You should always treat other people the way you would like to be treated yourself. 
But I would never do anything like that, said sister. Besides, I don't have an in crowd. Oh no, said sister, who had been taking all this in. What about Lizzie and Anna and Millie and Linda? You play with them all the time, but I never see you asking anyone else to join in. That's different, protested sister angrily. I'm just playing with my friends. We're not trying to keep anybody out. Of course not, dear, soothed mama. I sure, I'm sure you and your friends would never dream of keeping other cubs out of your group. Sister Bear grew very quiet. Now that she's thought about it, she wasn't all so sure. Not so sure at all. The next day at recess, as soon as Sister came outside, she looked around the playground for Susie McGrizzy. She soon spotted her sitting off by herself under a big oak tree at the end of the schoolyard and reading a book. Sister marched right up to her. Hello, Susie, she said brightly. Susie looked up in surprise. Hello, she said shyly. I'm Sister Bear, and my friends are going to play hop some hopscotch, Sister told her. Would you like to join us? Susie's face lit up. Oh, I'd love to, she said with a big, bracy grin. I love hopscotch. Terrific, said Sister. Do you want to see my new locket? Sure, said Susie. Okay, said Sister. Come on, I'll show it to you, over there. Sister took off and Susie chased her, laughing across the playground to the hopscotch square where Lizzie, Millie, Anna, and Linda were waiting. Sister's golden locket gleamed in the sun as she ran. The end. Okay, what did you guys think of that book? I really liked it and I really think that it's a good book to start off with in the beginning of the school year because you really have to be inclusive in the beginning of the school year because there's some kids that don't know what they're doing or they're lonely and they don't have any friends to sit with and not having any friends to sit with at lunch or at snack can be really hard because you don't know who is nice and you don't know who um who will invite you over to sit with them. So if you go over and invite them yourself to where you're sitting with all your friends, that would really make their day because then they don't have to sit there awkwardly and lonely by themselves, okay? But if you have a partner or a parent with you or someone you can share these questions with and answer these questions with, then go for it. The questions are, when has someone treated you in a way that you didn't like? So that's if someone was being mean to you or picking on your clothes, kind of like how um, Queenie did to sister. And the other question is, when have you treated someone in a way that wasn't very kind or fair? It's kind of like when fair didn't include the new girl, right? She kind of ignored her, but then she made it up and she invited her to play hopscotch in the end. Okay, so go ahead and answer these questions. Pause this episode and when you're done, I'll pause it so then we can do our activity together. Okay, so for our activity, we are going to be making a little poster that is going to have the golden rule on it. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to grab a piece of paper. You can color it yellow 
or you can have yellow paper to remind us of the golden rule. We're going to draw a nice big heart on it so we can fit the golden rule words inside. You're going to cut it out after you colored it in and made your heart or if you already have yellow paper then you can just cut it out and then you're gonna write the golden rule words on them now if you need a reminder of what the golden rule words are the golden rule is do to others what you would have them do to you okay i'll say it one more time do to others what you would have them do to you okay so whatever you want people however however you want people to treat you that's the way you have to treat everyone back okay so if you want people to be nice to you you gotta be nice to other people that's kind of the way things work okay so go ahead write that down if you need help with spelling that's okay just go ahead and ask someone to help you spell out the golden rule all right, and then you can go ahead and put it up in your room. You can tape it on your door. You can tape it in your family room or your living room. You could put it in the kitchen, okay? Put it somewhere that you'll be able to see a lot. You can put it next to your bed or in your bathroom on the mirror. So go ahead and tape it and find a good spot for it so you can see it all the time, okay? All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and I can't wait to see you next week.